Welcome to another edition of Gain and Retain 365, where our goal is to educate and motivate aspiring entrepreneurs. Today we have a very special guest, a fellow podcaster. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you for having me. My yes, name sir. is Dante R. Jones, host of the Jones Wavy Podcast and also the creator of Little Rock Curators Market. What's up? How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right, my brother. I pre appreciate you for having me. I appreciate you for coming, I appreciate man. the love, man. I appreciate it. I like what you got going here. Most definitely, bro. Yes, most, sir. Most definitely, man. Same to you, bro. I like thank you. Move. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. It's, uh, it's been a process, but, you know, I enjoy. I actually enjoy the process of it and the fact that as far as when it comes to podcasting, I like the process of just doing things throughout the week yeah. and then putting it out and then starting all the way back over again so the process I, I enjoy the process is just as much as the final product in itself that drops every week or whatever so i do i do like it though it's, it's fun that's what's up how, how did you get into it man what what gears you towards the podcast world uh well in the beginning me and my sister we started out as you know just doing facebook live once a week it was called my brother and me shout out to katan jones uh she is the creator of Vintage and Soul, so you can follow her, Vintage and Soul, on it, whatever. But So we started out doing, you know, just Instagram lives, you know, once a week, just kind of talking about different, um, just different topics throughout the week, or whether we talk about, like, our trauma, or, you know, growing up, how we grew up, or just, you know, things that we experienced in adulthood in general. And then we wanted to do a podcast, but it's not as good when she's in Memphis and I'm in Little Rock. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really, we just do it on IG every once in a while. And then with me, I'm very detail oriented. So I'd always, I feel like I always have to wait till everything is just perfect before I put something out. And that's kind of been like the hold up. People are asking me like, cause I was always talking about it, but I never actually did it. Because I wanted everything to be perfect. Like I wanted to have the the cover art right. Or I wanted to have the, the best mics. Or I wanted to make sure I had something to talk about. Instead of just putting it out and just, you know, growing with growing from growing from like that. So it kind of altered, it kind of halted my progress. And then, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it. And, you know, it's kind of been, it's been trial and error. Because when I go back, even now go back and listen to the first episode. Yeah. I like, dang, like the sound wasn't that good. You could hear like the dog barking in the background and right. you hear me snapping at the dog, telling him to be quiet. But then now that it just is, once I got to like right now, I'm on episode seven. And so once I got to that, it's just, I see the growth. Like I've been, like, so working on the intro, working on the outro, getting right. some structure. Right. And so, yeah, that's just, it just started like that and just, it's just grown ever since, and it's been still growing to this day. Man, to piggyback off what you said initially, you were waiting until everything was perfect. Right. And I hear so many people say, man, I'm going to wait until I get this right and I get that right. Truth is, if we wait until everything is perfect, we'll it, never get right, started. Right, it'll never be perfect. It really it'll won't. never be perfect, man. So you just got to start with what you got and just build on that. that that's, a, that's a fact. That and is, that's and you'll a grow. Fact. That's a fact. That's true. That's, that's really what, because I was like, man... I wanted I wanted this person and I'm like I don't I didn't have any audio but I got a computer like oh you got an iPhone or like I don't have a mic or I don't have this I don't have that and it's just you know what you know just get it all come together right. like so just put it out there and then you know just just do it 
that's basically it. As simple as that, really. Okay. So, to everyone listening, man, what is what's what's your genre? Who's your audience on your podcast? Uh, really, it's just people in my age group. Uh, I'm 32. I'll be 33 in January. So, just maybe, I guess they call us the, the millennials or what? The, I don't know what they, I don't know what they call I'll us. Keep up with that. Yeah, I don't know what they call us. But yeah, just right now, I don't. I didn't have a, a target audience from the beginning. It was just me talking to just different people and just whoever decided to listen, like really just whoever decided to listen, listen, like the people knew me, they listened and then right. they, they refer, they would like repost me or something like that. And then they friends would listen and it just kind of grew from there. So I don't know necessarily I'm targeting anyone in particular. I just, you know, I just talk, man, and people listen. I don't know if there's a good thing or a bad thing. Wow. Well, that's definitely a good thing <laughs> if you have an audience, man. So just from looking at your um, looking at the stats, man, who who has been most receptive to your your podcast? Uh, women. women, 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 women. Certain I, age group. You say uh, I think last age? yeah, I think last time I checked was like twenty six to thirty five, like ninety percent, ninety six percent women. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, women. I, I mean, you know, women, people go where women are. Women run things anyway. Right. The men go go where the women are. True. So, you know, if I just keep that, if I just, you know, stay genuine to myself, you know, it'll it'll grow on its own. Genuine and being consistent. That's really, that's really with me. That's what it took. That's what it takes, really. So what what type of topics do, do you guys touch on? <sighs> My brother, we go from relationships to toxic relationships to cuffing season. Uh, <laughs> we, we go from marriage to divorce to side chicks to what else we didn't talked about? Uh, first dates. Also, it, it, I get emails that, uh, listeners listening, you know, we can, you know, answer questions. I didn't got some, some of the wildest emails that it's just been crazy. Fun, but crazy. It sounds interesting, man. Oh, brother. And and I, it, definitely. I'll go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, I see why you have the audience is the majority women. Right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Cause, and I say, when you send questions in, send them anonymous. And they send them, like, it says anonymous, but the email has their name. And then I'm like, it's a judgment-free zone. Right. right. But I was like, man, <laughs> that's crazy. Boy, I can't even, man. Some wild questions, brother, man. brother, brother. Man, and you guys, you release one episode per week. Mm -hmm. uh, we drop every Monday. We record. Uh, I try to record Wednesday or Thursday, just depends on the week, and then uh, I do some editing or whatever, and then I drop it on. Uh, yeah, I drop it every Monday. Okay. Yeah. Man, so what was the most challenging, challenging part of getting the podcast going? Uh, with me, like I said, I'm very anal. And so it, with me, it was just the, I wanted my sound to be right. Like, excuse me. Like, so the first episode, it was just, it was me and my sister or my sister and I. And it was just, we were just recorded on my phone. So my phone was like sitting there in the middle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was, it was pretty good. And the second episode, my guest, she had her own mic. So then we used her mic. And in the third episode, I got a mic. And it just wasn't that good. Like Amazon, you know, it was good. It was all right. But then, you know, like, okay, if I wanted it to sound a little bit better, I need to, you know, you got to put it in a little bit more money for a little bit better mic. And so then I did that. So then the sound was good. And then I wanted like those, like those radio type sounds where you can like, you like the soundboard type. So then I had to, you know what I'm saying? I tried to do some research or try to get, you know, soundboards and air horns when I hit the button and all that stuff. So then... Then that, but it, nothing has really been like 
too difficult if you just actually just do the research. Mm. Like you, if you just have if you have a mindset that like just something that you really want to do, like it, nothing is just too hard. You just got to do it, really, basically. So did you, um, certain individuals that you looked to and kind of followed their steps on how they did theirs? Or? Mm, yeah, because, so I'm a mailman during the day. So okay. I'm I'm podcast heavy all all day. So I'm listening to, like, sports podcasts or uh, music podcasts or just, you know, Oprah's talk podcasts, like, just different, like, structure, how they do their podcasts and how they... And even in how they even, um, I guess, advertise or, you know, promote their podcast on Instagram or things like that. So I just follow like just different. I just took a little bit of, you know, just different podcasts that I listen to personally that I like. And I just kind of incorporated in, you know, put my own little sauce on it and it just yeah. went from there. Okay. I feel I do the same thing. I'm right. just curious, you know, That's, to see hey, exactly how your mind works. No, nothing's new under the sun, as they say. Right, right. Because right. I'm this type, man. If it's working for them... It, it will work for that's me. That's a fact. If it works once, it'll work again, that's, right? And everything it usually does if you do it right. Right. You just right. got to stay consistent with it. Oh, that's that word, man. That's that word, consistency. Oh, I'm big on it. I'm big on it. With, whether it comes with work, relationships, just anything in general, just I'm big on consistency. Right. Like, that's just, it's, it's a must in life for me, so. Most definitely. So I'm curious, man, in what ways do you uh, use to build your audience or gain gain listeners uh with me i usually do i'm i'm heavy on instagram instagram and twitter is like my my right and left hand okay so i do everything on that but now i actually just started doing skits so i want to do like two skits a month pertaining to the different like say so this skit it'll be out I don't know when this is dropped, but it'll probably, it should be out by the time this is dropped. It'll be like, so we talked about it last week. So say you, uh, you invite a female friend over and you, she wants to spend the night. You don't want her to spend the night. So then you text your friend, you know, 911. He call you, (laughs) he call you with some excuse to get, you know, and then bam. So we have a skit about that. You know, it's just like two minute skit, you know, just, just some funny stuff, you know. And, uh, so yeah, that's how I want to. I want to do it that way, you know, just kind of just, just staying active, you know, just stay promoting, uh, put questions on Instagram, people can answer, and I'm always posting something like, hey, send send emails to the podcast, and, you know, just different stuff like that, and they they send, they send them, and, you know, people, mostly women, they always, you know, they always come, and I, you know, I appreciate everybody that's listening. How do you go about um, getting guests? Man, just reaching out. Simple as that. Like, you can't be afraid to talk to anybody. And so the guests that I've had, I've interviewed them before when I've done, you know, my Little Rock Curators Market. Okay. So with us having a relationship already, and the first time we talked, it was really just them promoting their business for the event. Like, hey, you know, you know, tell me about your business, how long you've been in it. So now when I'm coming back this time, I want to know you, like the person, like right, right. what you do, you know, seven days a week, like who are you? And you know, with us having such good relationships, you know, they come sit down and talk to me, and we, we, we don't even talk about business. We talk about everything else. Right, right. right. <laughs> let's get let's get personal. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, and and how is that, man? Because like, you know, certain individuals they'll be more open. Right. You know what I mean? And transparent when it comes to their personal. Mm-hmm. And you have some that I may be more closed off. How do you get them to open up? Uh, you just just talking. With me, I don't mind. 
I don't mind speaking on like where I've messed up, you know, my downfalls and, you know, just being transparent with people because I can't expect somebody to open up to me and I'm not, you know, I'm not doing the same with them. So I don't mind saying, you know, like, oh, you know, I've had, had trouble with my marriage or I did this or just anything, any mistakes that I've made or anything that I've went through in life in general. I don't, I don't, I don't mind speaking on it because it may help the next person because it helped me. Right, right. And it, and it, it continues to help me to speak on it just in general. And so I can't expect you to open up if I don't open up to myself. So usually once they see that me, once they see me, you know, starting to, you know, kind of let down the wall or start expressing myself more, then they start to, they start to open up and, you know, give a little more and then give a little more. And then towards the end, it, it's, it's good. Okay. I was just curious, man, and just really asking for myself because, I mean, there is an art to conversation, right? Yes. And you have to be an effective communicator in order to get yes, yes. information out. Like, Her, I have to you, ask the right questions at the right time, right, the right, right. body movements to it really just, get well, you to... Some people, yeah, but some... It, and also, you have to know who you're talking... Because some people, they come in the door ready to talk. You got that right. And now. so, that, that, that's me. I got on my... <laughs> I come here, like, you ask one question, I can go off on a tangent if I need to. Okay. But, yeah, you just got to... You got to know the guests. You mm -hmm. know, so you know... You can tell or... Yeah, you can tell by when they get ready to sit down if they're ready, you know, if they want to talk or they don't want to talk or, you know... It is an art. It's, it, it, it takes some practice. Right, right. And you got those that are more introverted, right? Right. And then you have those that will go off on tangent. And yes. then it's like, like man, it's just going to let me ask another question. Right, <laughs> right, right. Story. You yeah, know some, what I mean? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes me as the host, like I have to, because got to feel that space. Because if I ask a question, then they're like, yeah, I don't know. Or, you know, they kind of real short. I'm like, uh, so then I just got to, I got to like, oh, let me just keep talking and, you know, just, but. For the most part, you know, people come along, and being that I have relationships with these people already, right? Prior to, yeah, them. So yeah, then, that helps a lot. It's just like you know, a lot of times I'm interviewing perfect strangers, right? When we do the interview, it's the first time we meet. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So I try to create a a welcoming environment, you know. And it is this this is a beautiful setup you have. It is nice, and I appreciate it, bro. This is this is. But you know, I think like sometimes, man, you know. Some, it's people in the world that don't meet strangers, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have some that, you know, it's going to take a little while for them to unwind right. and, 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 right. and start the conversation with you, you know. It's a work of art. You got to you gotta know. And then, But, you know, uh, you as a barber, I'm sure you meet, like, like, you just meet people, new people every day. That's how I am. Like, so I'm a mailman. I meet all sorts of people right. every day. I, I'm up at their crib, in their job, in their business. And I, so I don't, like... I've always, I've, even as a child, I've never been afraid to, you know, talk to people, public speaking, none of that. I don't have a problem with any of that. So man, I can. That public speaking, man, that, that, that there, that's. I mean, it's. it's that's a beast. Was, for me, what do you, th what do you think is, is, is harder, public speaking or public reading? Mm. <laughs> Probably public reading, man, just with the fear that you're going to. You're you right. Know, so, yeah, once I. I want to, I don't want to say master, but once I gain the confidence to read publicly, mm. the speaking part is easy. Okay. Like I'm not, I don't have to read. I can just talk. Right. That I don't have a problem with that at all. Right, right. You know, just the fear of like pronouncing a word. Right, right. With something right. Like that. Like, oh my goodness, I got you. That makes sense. Yeah, it's see, not easy yeah. To just get up here and talk than read. read this. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. So, man, what? How does it work as for with you? What's your your prep like? How do you prepare for your for your interview? Uh, I kind of get the questions, or not the questions, just the topics 
just throughout the week, because I try to make sure the podcast is recent and fresh. Mm. So I get whatever I whatever I see on Instagram or you know whatever's in the news. I just kind of put it in my notes, and then so I have a co-host, and you know I just put it in my notes, whatever that um, I see, I'll text them about it, and then we you know we'll kind of we say we got like fifteen topics, and we'll narrow it down to about five or seven, and then yeah, so just basically whatever's in the news, you know whatever people are talking about on Instagram or Twitter. We talk about, you know, whatever time of the year it is, say like Christmas, we talk about, you know, what what you get what you getting your lady for Christmas or, you know, what gifts you don't want for Christmas and you know, just stuff like that. So I try to keep it recent. That's good. I'm sure that helps, you know, with the current events. Because if it's already trending, we're right. having a conversation about it. Exactly. Then they'll be in tune. Exactly, okay. exactly. That's how I try to just keep it fresh, that's all. Makes sense. And you say you have a co host. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So his name's Chad Mackey, uh, Smacky. He's a chef, great, great cook, great cook. And that, actually, that kind of that just kind of grew into that as well. Cause the first five or so episodes, it was just me having guests, and then he was the latest guest, and then the chemistry was there. He came back the next week, came back the next week, and then we just. Like, hey, you, you here? So right, we just, right. now we just talking. <laughs> right. So now, right. so when we have a guest, it'll be both of us and a guest. Okay. And so yeah, it's a good dude, a great chef. And so yeah, we just we be on there just barbershop talk, man. Just be cracking up. And and it's it's funny you said it, man. And I've have I have done research, right? And they mm-hmm. said that the podcasts that are most successful, they have a co-host. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, you. And how do you feel about it though? Like, oh, uh, I like it. I like it because it keeps. Because before then, before I had, I was before I even wanted to guess, it was gonna be me just talking, and I would practice, you know, just talking to myself and like transitioning and stuff like that. And that's cool, but you kind of want some some somebody to throw things off of. Mm-hmm. So a then I a different perspective. right. So then I had a guest, and then. As the time went on, he came on there and it was just, you know, just God's heart. We on there, we on there just cracking up. And so then he came back again and then he's like, hey man, you know, you mind if I just be on there? And the problem I had with the first person, well, before I even started a podcast, I was trying it with another person. And what made me want to do it myself because he wasn't as passionate as me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it myself. But then once I met Chad, he was all in. He was like, "Can I, you know, let me be a co-host? You know, I, I, you know, I don't mind, you know, whatever, whatever." He bought his mic that day, and so then that made me see, like, oh, he, like, he invested just right. like I am. Right, right. And so then once I, once I figure out we on the same page, and you know, we kind of want the same things, and it just, it was, it just been, it's been me and him. See, that's good when you find someone who can match your energy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because I have a problem putting putting my time and effort into a situation with somebody right. who's not as passionate as I am. Right, you know right. I mean? That's how that's how I was the first time. Like the guy that I was using, like we came over like I came to him with a podcast idea. He was cool with it. You know, he's like he's a videographer. Mm. So he was you know, he had his camera, he'd do like the switching, you know, when it comes to this camera facing. But it always had to be like on his time. And, you know, he got, I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't down for it, but, you know, he had his own thing. And I was like, oh, I need to, I guess I need, I need to do it by myself because he just, like, he don't feel it like, and then once I met somebody that did, I was like, oh, we, we, we hit the ground running. Yeah, we rocking, we rolling. Man, so what's your, what's your technique for 
the retention of your podcast, keeping your listeners coming back and listening again? Uh, just keep them engaged, like saying, hey, they're able to email me, whatever, questions, comments, things I need to do better, things they want to hear me talk about. Just, uh, just being, you know, just being able to ha- them to have access to me through Instagram, through Twitter. Just, you know, I'm whatever you, whatever you want. Just holler at me. If they don't, you know, man, I don't mind talking to anybody. If you see me out, you know, hit me up, say what's up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real welcoming person. So you know, just, just stay engaged with them and like my core people, like the people I know, which I appreciate them because they were able to. I was able to grow faster than I expected just because off of, you know, word of mouth. And so just like the people that I know in my circle or just the people that follow me on Instagram. And then I started getting emails from people I I don't even know. I was like, you know, I appreciate that because it, it's weird right. when people email you like that you don't know. Right, right. And like, damn, I'm, I, I don't even, I look at the, the little chart or whatever. Somebody listening over there in, I think, Germany or something. I'm like, what? I don't know nobody in Germany, but I know that was refreshing. Though. It was, like, it was. Re- you're reaching people. You it know was I mean? like that was. It, it was. It was humbling, but it was. It was very. It was very. I liked it. So I'm curious, man. What's the uh, What's the ultimate goal for your podcast? Man, I tell people I want to be bigger than Arsenio. Like I just I I want to be able to make money doing something that that I have a that I'm passionate about, and so. I want to. I'm not. I don't want to be like a radio person. I just want to be able to say how you know, just speak my my mind, and people listen and get paid. Right. That's it. So let me ask you this: for everyone listening that doesn't know, what is that process like as far as monetizing your content? Hmm. As far as like how to monetize it, or just the the process. With your with your with your podcast, how do you? How do you transform transition from your content being, you know, you're not being paid for mm-hmm. to getting paid for? Have you made it that far yet? Uh yeah. So consistency. That's one. And secondly, like once they you gotta you have to build an audience. So right now I have like I have ads and it's really weird because I didn't think I wasn't even thinking this far ahead. And so consistency and just growing your audience. That's if you stay consistent, you put out, if you just keep putting out episodes, people, like, people will find you. As simple as that. Right. And so that's, you got to stay on top of it. I know it may, it it may seem like it's taking forever, but with me, I didn't look at it like a time frame just because I, I enjoy each week doing each episode. Right. So, like, I didn't, but when that, when the, when the big check come, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, yes. Yeah. Yes. Very thankful. Yes, sir. Um, man, so who who are some of your mentors, man, that you look to? Like, mm. <clears throat> I love this question. So, people that I don't know, uh, Malcolm X for one. Like, I just love like how like his growth as a person, and that's I kind of I don't mirror him in that way, but just seeing his elevation and his evolution as a as a human being, I I appreciate that. But and then as far as people that I do know, like my mother. Number one role model, strongest person, not just a woman, just the strongest person I know. And, you know, when I, like, really, that's it. Just my mom. Like, I don't, like, I just seen her go through everything, and yet she's still, like, striving to this day. And so, like, she's my number one supporter, my number one role model, hero, whatever. That's for sure. 
That's what's up. Shout man. out to Marie Jackson. For sure, man. The Black Queens, they don't get enough, man. They're yes, credit, man. But they are truly, they are very necessary. That is man. a fact. Very necessary. Um, curious, man. I know you are a man of many business ventures. Okay. Um, let's let's discuss your second business venture, man, that you're most passionate about. Uh, so Little Rock Curators Market. Uh, let's see. So Little Rock Curators Market, I did the first one in October of 2020. And then I just had my second one in this past summer in May. And it all started, so I'm a part of a group. It's called the M-Town Market. I'm originally from Memphis. And we do like sneakers, vintage clothes, vintage items, like old, old school arcade games, like all this stuff. And I've been in Little Rock for seven years. And I was like, excuse me, there's no sense. There's no reason why I can't do that in Little Rock. And so... With that, I'm like, you know, let's do it. I start reaching out. Instagram, like I said, my right hand, put on Instagram, hey, I need, I just, I'm looking for vendors, people that resell sneakers, people that resell clothes, like vintage clothes or whatever. And I tried to reach out to the people. I tried to bring in the people that are known in Little Rock, like, uh, like Broderick over there at Rock City Kicks or Taylor Compton over at um, uh, Oak Forge Vintage. I tried to bring in the big names because once I felt like I brought them in, like, you know, everybody kind of would fall in. Right, right. And it, kinda, it just grew from there. I was kind of weary the first time just because it was in 2020, pandemic, whether it had rained the night before, it was kind of cool, but um, it was great. It was a great turnout. It was The first one was at uh, Bernie's, Bernie's Gardens, downtown Little Rock. It was an outdoor venue, so everybody was safe, you know, masked up. And then the second one was at the lot in downtown North Little Rock. And that place is much better. It's like a big garage. And it was good. It had DJ, had a host, had what else I have? It was food trucks, all sorts of stuff. It was it was just a good time. And it was during the summer, so the weather was better. And it was it was good. It was a good turnout. Shout out Little Rock Curators Market. So what does a event like that entail? Um, I know you have the different uh, vendors, right? Mm -hmm. So these vendors, they, they have their yeah. products for sale, right? Yes, sir. They have um, uh, Blue Blue River Oil. Like, she sells her own oils. I have I do have sneaker vendors out there. I have people that have their own brand, like, um, like Mac mm -hmm. and Broderick. And then I have people that sell their, like, just sell vintage clothes. Like, they go thrifting. Like, and... And so, I it started out one way, and I had an idea for that. And then, whatever I didn't want to, I didn't want to limit myself or limit the brand itself to just sneakers. So then that's when I started bringing in like people's lashes and uh, oils, and I started bringing in those people because there's no sense in me limiting myself and you know kind of saying, hey, I don't I don't want you because you don't fit you know what I'm trying to do. And so, yeah, so I just kind of just opened the door and people just started coming in. Okay. Yeah, are you able to make a profit from that type of event? Of, of course, my brother. Okay. Come on now. Okay. Man. okay. Come on, bro. I'm just, I'm just curious. Know, I don't know I mean, what I, I mean, I, you know, I like the people, but, you know, hey, I got to eat too. Right, right. And so, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. So, because then, but with that, I'm trying to, I'm so, like I said, I'm very, like, detail-oriented. So, my problem with that is just delegating. 
I like I I'm very like I want everything perfect. Like I gotta so me I'm I'm looking for the venue. I'm reaching out. I'm doing. I'm finding wristbands and finding tables. And so right now I'm in the process. I'm trying to get a team together and I'm trying to lighten my load. Right, right, right. Because I'm I'm running with his with the chicken with his head cut off, trying to find this and trying to find that. But yeah, but once it once it all comes together, it's really it really is worth it. But yeah, so yeah. But you know, profit is everybody wanna make money. Okay, for sure. I was just curious. Well, um, when do you anticipate the next one? Uh, I plan on it doing it. I want to do it next spring or summer. So maybe like April, May, like I did this past year. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, the very last one, how many would you say were in attendance? Uh, vendors or just people? People. Ooh, uh, I think we were sitting at maybe like 200. Cause I bought like, I said I bought 500 wristbands. I think I only had maybe like the high like one nineties or something like that left. So yeah, it was and what was the entry fee? Ten dollars. Ten dollar entry fee? Yeah. Cool. Okay. And then vendors. How much did the vendors pay? Uh fifty dollars. Was it the first time it was fifty, the second time it was sixty. Yeah. Okay. You had quite a few vendors? Yeah. Uh the first time we had twenty one, the second time we had twenty seven. Yeah, it was definitely growing. So the next time we have cooled by fifty, huh? I mean, it just it just depends on the venue. <laughs> if I go, right, yeah, right. yeah, you can feel them comfortably. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it was good. And you say food trucks come out as well? Of course, of okay. course. Food truck. We had uh, the first time we had tacos. Second time we had Asian food. It was so it's only one food truck. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's allowed. Well, it, it, I just kind of I don't want to. I want them to make as much money as they can as well. Right. And so I try to bring every like everybody to them and so they can you know they everybody can eat off of them right right that makes sense i got you man so that's that's amazing man um so what gave you the idea to do that what what made you want to do that <sighs> well my brother i'm gonna say with me it all started in so now i'm finna get like deep it started in 2019 so I, that's when i started going to therapy and I had been here five years prior and I just, I haven't, I didn't do anything. I was just working, going home, working, going home, just, just a regular routine. And I knew I wanted to do more. I just didn't. I was just, you know, once you get, once you get married, you start having kids, you just start, you know, work, go home, take care of you, go do the same thing every day. And then I knew I had trauma, like just from how I grew up and stuff like that. Uh, I started going to therapy December of 2019, and then throughout going to therapy, I kind of realized, you know, how how I was as a person, and that I needed to, you know, just kind of step outside of my box and, you know, just kind of step into my myself and my purpose. And it just it kind of happened from there. Like like I said, uh, George Floyd murder happened. And then I knew, like, it was marches and protests. I knew I wanted to do something. I just didn't. And I'm seeing, like, all these marches happening around the world. But, like, there's no there's no goal. Like, no one, like, knows what's after that. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me put together somebody that, let me put together something where people can ask questions and bring people that know more than I do. Mm. So I started bringing, like, politicians and senators and civil rights leaders to tell them, to tell people like the next step when we're not like what's after marching, right. like right. what like yeah. we need like we need goal and a, we need a goal and a purpose to do 
Cause we can't march forever. Right, like we right. need we we'll need something. Right. So <laughs> uh once that happened, I'm like, okay, I can do this, you know. And so then like it just kinda of, that grew faster than anything. I think that was all God, because that grew faster than anything. I just I reached out to one person who connected me to another person and I didn't next thing I got I got speakers, I got people coming, they wanna pass out masks, I got people wanna set up, you know, food and t shirts and they just wanted to help. And it just it grew from there, man. Mm-hmm. Like that therapy, I I think like I tell people, twenty twenty was kinda of like the best and the worst year for me. Like I was able it broke me down, but then it built me like right back up to to the person I am. For so that, sure. That little fire in you. Bro, yes it did. And like I can't like I don't even like I can't even explain it. It's it's crazy. A lot of times we neglect our, our mental health, man, especially that's, yes. You know, black and brown people, we overlook that a lot of times. That's a fact. We don't want to talk about mental health. That's know. a fact. Just probably, you know, probably because of how we was raised. You know what I mean? Nobody talked about it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? They not saying that, you know, not saying prayer doesn't, not saying that prayer doesn't work, but prayer is also, you know, that's a tool, but God put therapists here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And yep. so you can't pray everything away. You have to actually like do the work when that, it comes to faith, stuff like faith that. Faith without work is dead. That, you have all the faith in the world. Exactly. So, so you're putting your your best foot forward, you don't get no results. That's a fact. That's you know, a fact. Sometimes you need to have conversations, man. That's it. They really and they're valuable. That's it. And you know, when somebody, you know, everybody's like, "How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well." But like, you know what I mean? That's so cliche. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> not like, really. A lot of times, like, you're not really doing well. Right. Like some and. Some people genuinely ask, like, how are you doing? And, like, either you could take it as an opportunity to kind of, you know, say what's going on. Right. And as you should, like, because especially, like, somebody somebody close to you, like, no, how you doing? And you trust that person, like, you should be able to open up to that person. That's why, you know, I feel like when it comes to, like, mental health in general, if, if like, if you're going through something, like, just talk about it. Right. Simple as that. I mean, either, you know that person can help you or somebody else that they know can help you like you don't you shouldn't take on certain things by yourself that's all exactly exactly because man just that burden alone man some people not able to take it and they jump off the cliff that's a fact ain't no coming back and what i saw someone on instagram was i rather you know hear about your story than some come to your funeral or something like that and that's 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 a real statement that's a real statement exactly exactly my brother i'm curious what's What's the what's the goal for the next five years with the with your with your events? I wanna so I am I'm in the fashion just by nature. Like I've I've always grew up in the fashion. Like people ask me like what I wanna do, like if it's up to me, I wanna live in New York. I wanna have the New York life. I wanna be putting events together in New York. Like I wanna be catch me front row fashion week. Like that's that's what I want. Like my goal, like everybody knows me, like New York City is my goal. Like people know, I love New York, best best city in the world. Okay. So <laughs> five years, that's that is the plan. Okay, okay. You want to be knee deep in the fashion world. I, I, it's just it's something about New York. Have, have you ever been? I have. I have. Did you like it? It's amazing. But did you like it? It, it was. It was. It was different. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Yeah, a, I mean, it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but it's for me though. Like I, I don't. I like hopping on and off the subway. I like people watching. I like everybody in their own world going to wherever they need to go. I like the, you know, I can find a, a hole in the wall food spot or a, a impromptu concert here or there. Like I just, I just, 
I just like New York in general. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. But I'm a, I'm definitely like maybe go visit once a year type Except, of nah. Thing. See, you know, I, see, most people I are. I nah, stay there. Me, I need it. Yeah. I need it, bro. Too much going on, man. That's, that's the point. It's, that's the much. point. <laughs> yes, sir. I understand, man. We all different. So each his own. Um, curious, man. Um, what what advice would you give the the, the viewers, man? That are looking to start a business, man. Um, whether it's mm. one of the industries you're you're in or not, just what advice would you give them? Uh, stay true to yourself for one, and consi- Like I say it, I mean it's probably repetitive, but consistency is is the key. Like don't, uh, you may feel like you're not you're not either you're not making enough money off of it or you're not getting the following that you want, but just say stay consistent and it'll all come. Especially if it's something that you're passionate about. And you, and people say like I'm not in it for the money, and as you, if you're passionate about it, you really not. Like you'll, like the money will come. So just stay, just stay consistent with it, man. And just like don't let, don't let anything or anybody, you know, deter you off your where, where you're trying to get to. Right. That's a fact. No matter what it is. And you know, you said that everyone probably says this: stay consistent. But I'm this type of guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't telling the same lie. That's that's <laughs> that's a fact. You know what I mean? That is so. <laughs> that's every a fact. Tom, Dick, and Harry. It's telling you to stay consistent. It right. must be something about consistency. That, that's a fact. I mean, because that's the only way. Like you, if you're doing something and then next thing you know you're doing something and then it's just not turning out, then most people quit. Mm-hmm. And then as you, I mean, you can. I mean, I mean, hey, can't nobody tell you not to quit, but right. you ain't go, you ain't go get where you need to go. Yeah, because I mean, it's. I mean, if every, like I said, if it was what they say, if it's easy, everybody be doing True it. Story. True story. And so, True I mean, story. you just gotta stay on top of it, man. That's that's a fact. Stay with it. Most definitely, man. Um, besides, um, besides another one of the events, um, anything in the future that you have coming up that they can look forward to? Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, so I'm in the process. A couple of things. I'm in the process of doing a documentary. On it's called uh, Night in Hell, or Hell of a Night, one of them. So it's about the Obama election in 2008 in Jonesboro, Arkansas, where that uh, it all started. You know, Obama won, and then you know, black people they outside, you know, kind of you know celebrating or whatever, whatever. Next thing you know, about four or five different organ, uh, agencies of police officers pull up from uh, Craighead County, Jonesboro Police, Campus Police. They just come start taking people to jail. This is a true story. True story. Okay. Yeah, they started taking people to jail, and uh, yeah, it was a crazy night, you know. And then when you when I go back and listen to, like, the 911 calls, it was a, like a, a young white girl. She was like... Um, there are like 400, 500 black people outside. You know, I'm, a, I'm scared for my life and stuff like that. And really? Yeah, so I got, I'm doing a documentary on that. A little short film or whatever. And then also I'm trying to do uh, Little Rock Fashion Week. I don't want to speak too much on that because I'm trying, it's, man, that's a long process. But yeah, those are, those are two things I got coming up. Man, I'm going to stay tuned. I'm interested in that documentary for sure. It was, it was, a, it was a night. It was wow. a night. Okay, and that was during the time you was you was in college, mm-hmm. then, right? Yeah. Okay. It was it was crazy. Wow, that that was brushing on the rug, huh? Uh, yeah, it was, man. Uh, so I don't know 
like I said, it just happened so quick. I don't know. They say like, you know, bottles got thrown and that's how the police get started. And I saw they was out there tackling people and just it was it was crazy. Like it was it was wild. Wow. Yeah, yeah, trying to get that. It, it kind of was brushed under the rug, trying to get everything, you know, as far as like, you know, 911 recordings allegedly, and they don't have nothing. Right. But, you know, I find it. Right. It's out there. Definitely. That's out yeah, there. If you look hard enough, it'll come to oh, the surface. That's a fact. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I got some stuff. Okay, okay. Man, so how how can you be reached, man? What's the, what's the uh, social media information? Hey, well, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Dante R. Jones, D-O-N-T-E-R-J-O-N-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the podcast, Jones Wavy underscore podcast. You can also email the podcast, joneswavypodcast at gmail.com. So anything you need, just follow me, find me on there. I'm not hard to find. Bro, we appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you having me, my brother. I appreciate the love. For sure, bless you. Yes, sir. Thank you, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up.